You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I'm talking about straining for that logo on the side of your helmet and not the name on your back. Yes, sir. Because we know what it represents. It represents everybody here you see and everybody you can't that we've talked about. I'm here to strain with you, men. I swear to God I'm here to strain with you. Let's go. Everything you got, strain with everything you got. Let's go. Bills on three. One, two, three. Bills. You're listening to the Off Tackle with John Fita Show with your host, Joe Miller. Well, what is going on, everybody? Welcome. Welcome, everybody, into the Off Tackle with John Phoenix Show, brought to you by Fichta, Endel, and Elmer Eye Care on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. John, it's game day. Oh, oh I, I get the anticipation. The anxiety is already building, and we got hours yet to go. So, so many hours. Yes, so many that's, hours. That's the hard part is like waiting for it to, to tick down and like and get there already. It'll be interesting to see uh who like all the pregame stuff is around so like we saw on thursday night the chiefs game the chiefs lions game the whole pregame was the chiefs like they barely even mentioned a blurb about the lions i I gotta think this week it's gonna be about the jets i think all of the pregame stuff from from espn will be about the jets i think it's yeah and and how do you not mention detroit after the way they finished last season they've got stars on defense they've got an incredible wide receiver uh, St. Brown, their offensive line is strong. I mean, Aiden Hutchison, right. you know, second year guy, you could do 15 minutes on him alone if you chose to. That's just, uh, you know, maybe production budgets are low, Joe. <laughs> like ours, our production budget is maybe I mean, you could see my background is low production budget. So, yeah, you have switched rooms. So, you used to be in front of your like your not a hutch, but credenza. Is that right? You were in front of your credenza before with your jersey and your helmets. Yeah, more or less. I've you know, I've I've left the bedroom office studio slash whatever uh to my new office in the house because my daughter went to college and i have yet to you know decorate it in uh, any sort of podcast uh bills represented form so uh my list of things to do is long just like yours and everybody else's so it'll maybe by week 12 uh yeah. you might see a jersey or a helmet back there i don't well, you know you got the, the the backpack or the hoodie over your right. i just I, I just hung the backpack <laughs> i'm like i gotta represent aside from my 26 shirts victory monday anticipatory <laughs> anticipatory uh, anticipatory right well so, well oh go ahead sorry yeah that's it man just gotcha. uh, i got it i got a million things to do and about eight minutes to do it well, welcome to everybody in the show, into the show. Welcome to all of the, those of you that are piling into the comments section. section. Uh, appreciate you joining us for a special, an El Special uh, episode of the Off Tech with John Fina show. Due to all of the 
uh, shows that we have, we, we were unable to secure a spot on a Tuesday post game. So we are doing a Monday pregame. Excited to have you guys with us. Uh, excited to talk a little bit about this football game. But before we do, let's hear from our newest sponsor, uh, Fichte, Endel, and Elmer Eye Care. It's time to say goodbye to the blur and hello to clear vision. Fichte, Endel, and Elmer are the first in Western New York to bring you Zeiss Smile Technology. Along with our highly experienced surgeons, we promise an effortless journey to better vision. Gone are the days of fumbling for glasses or struggling with contact lenses. Embrace the freedom of superb sight. Because we believe you deserve the world in HD. Visit us online at Ficta.com and schedule a consultation. Ficta, Endel, and Elmer. We are focused on you. Gotta love it. So that's our uh, new sponsor. New sponsor actually for... A, several of the shows on the Buffalo Rumblings vidcast network, but uh, thank you so much to Ficta, Endel, and Elmer. And yes, they have a very uh, awesome kind of easy process. If you are in need or interested in finding out if uh, vision corrective surgery is for you, surgery isn't really the right word, uh, please schedule a consultation. My wife has done it and uh, it's still weird for me. Uh, she had it done four, four, five years ago. And still after five years, it's weird for me to not see her without her glasses. Yeah. She, it's amazing. The technology and ophthalmology that my previous job I was with an ophthalmology company and, you know, these surgeries can, uh, you said surgery, I should say procedure procedure. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's so minimally invasive and so quick. Um, and the, the results are astounding. So yep, Victor yep. Endel and Elmer, Eye care, uh, welcome to Buffalo rumblings and the off tackle with John Fina show. We're happy to have you. Thank you so absolutely, much. Absolutely. So John, Game day. We've already talked about it. We've talked about the excited <laughs> excitement. We've come this far to get to here today. Uh, had to sit through a lot of bad football yesterday, right? Um, I'm still disappointed that the Chargers could not pull out that win against the Dolphins. That would have been a nice gift. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happened to the Giants last night. Oh my God. I turned it off, Joe. I couldn't even watch it. I did. As I mean, well. it was, it was like uh, a fireman with a uh, fuel coming out of the hose like everywhere yes. he aimed the aimed just conflagration everywhere micah parsons just ripped them apart yes it was um god it was tough to watch yeah that was one of those we've seen a couple of those games as bills fans in the last four or five years where just yep. people weren't ready to play football for whatever reason and that offensive line and and daniel jones was just not really ready to play uh, the chiefs game. We talked about that and the lions and, and the chiefs losing to the lions. So here's the issue that I have right now. I sent in a text message. I and this was before Thursday. I said, I think it's possible that all three stud quarterbacks in the AFC lose this week. So I was talking about Mahomes, oh, lost burrow, burrow lost. looked awful lost. Mm -hmm. And then obviously Herbert. Josh Allen. Now I have predicted the bills to win this football game. I think in our season prediction, you predicted the Bills to potentially lose this football game. We didn't do a season prediction. We, I thought we did. No. Oh, was that me and Spence? You're right. Yeah. That was me and Spence. So we, we we should do one on the next show because uh, we can just pencil this one in. You're 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 going loss here. No, I actually predicted the Bills oh, to oh, win. Sorry. I just you said win. I was I was at, I've been asked 15 times this weekend. I was asked four times this morning. What's your prediction? What do you think is going to happen? And I'm literally. I, I have no idea. Nobody I don't know what asks me. You're big time. I mean, nobody wants to pick my brain uh, except you. <laughs> it's true. You, you know, you know, Gary and Spence and I will go back and forth a little bit on text, but yeah. <laughs> so uh, what do you, what, where, what, where are you at this many hours before the game? Where are you at as far as just, uh, 
excitement, anticipation, and expectation in what we're going to see from the Buffalo Bills. I think there's a lot of opportunity, but where are you at? Uh, as a fan, as a podcaster, as a player? Uh, yes. Okay. All right. As a player, I am just, uh, I hated Monday night games. I hated Sunday really? night games. Yes. Because you have the entire day, your rhythm is off. You're trying to figure out how to not get too excited. Mm. You know, don't let the anticipation start building. Don't start pumping adrenaline right now. Mm. You know, um, there's not a lot on TV, but you know, nowadays you can watch whatever you want. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my recommendation would be guys are just kind of laying around they might do a little stretch, a little activity this morning, shake it up, go to the team meals, but there's a ton of downtime. So mm-hmm. what are you going to do with that downtime? You know, put on a comedy series, something to keep you relaxed, right? Uh, and then occasionally you're thinking about the game, you're opening up the playbook, confirming mm-hmm. a couple of th- a couple of different plays against various looks, going through the blitz report, uh, but not too much, not to the point where you start to get locked up and start thinking, oh, my God, I didn't know that well enough, you know, because the flow of the game is so different than the playbook and practice mm-hmm. um, as a as a fan, you know, thank God I got a job and I get to you know be focused <laughs> and work all day on something else as a podcaster. Now, right now, I'm in the thick of it with you. Holy cow. I mean, I was fine. I started working this morning early and then all of a sudden you asked, you know, are you ready for the game? And I'll right. boom, adrenaline, and right? Maybe, Anticipation maybe, yeah. just, just comes up and, uh, woof, it's, it's big, right? Considering the way they ended last year, the roster moves, the non-roster moves, mm-hmm. which have so many people just skeptical, angry, upset, you know, flummoxed they just don't know where to go with some of the things they didn't didn't do mm-hmm. off season um but again right we aren't in that driver's seat we gotta just i i hate to say trust right it's 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 a quasi relationship right yeah. we need them they need us but you know nobody's really doing the dishes over at my house <laughs> from, uh, from one bill's drive that's funny i uh i i, I just Again, getting back to the what you know, what what do you expect, or or what's your prediction? What you and, and we can get into some of that here in a couple minutes. Well, There's I have I have to make my prediction, and then I can give you keys to winning if you want. I mean, well, yeah, let's I'd like to we'll, hear we'll, yours too. We'll actually hit that next, but just from a, from an overview standpoint, when you when you talk about the the roster moves they made and the roster moves they didn't make. You know, I, my immediate focus goes clearly to the offense. You know, mm-hmm. James Cook in particular, I'm going to have a lot of eyes on James Cook. Uh, I want to see Dalton Kincaid. And what's interesting about the Dalton Kincaid piece, the 12 personnel stuff and all that thing, you know, and I do believe that they they hit a lot in preseason. I feel like they did. They showed just enough of Dalton Kincaid for them to kind of be comfortable with him, right? He, he ran the same route four times, caught all four passes. I, I, I'm very interested to see offensively if Josh go, reverts. I'm going to use the word reverts back to the 2020 Josh Allen when he was taking that underneath stuff. He was taking that easy stuff, which opened up the deep stuff um, because Josh kind of lost himself, in my opinion, a little bit. And he has admitted as such that like he needs to make sure that he's focused on taking what's there. Um so I want to see James Cook. I want to see Dalton Kincaid. I want to see what Josh does. I'm I'm wildly interested in, obviously, what these receivers are going to do. Steph is going to be Steph, but the Jets have really done a good job of putting the clamps down on Steph. Ah, it's Predict- funny you say clamps, especially considering Sauce Gardner has a 
Yes, grabs a little bit. Tendency to clamp down. Right. And then defensively speaking, uh, Sean McDermott calling plays and no middle, the, the middle linebacker situation. So right, it, right. it'll be interesting to see if we see Christian Kirksey in this game tonight. But I would love to hear from you. Uh, yes, keys to winning and effectively, you know, we're, this isn't going to be a long show. We're going to be out of here kind of in and out real fast because we got a game coming. And then AJ is coming after us as well. Um, but, yeah, I'd love to know some of your keys and uh, what your prediction is. Well, it's uh, you, you talked about taking the stress off of Josh, the you know the superhero mentality, right? Got to do it all. And the best way to do that is with the running game. And from what I saw in the preseason, and, again, we talk a lot about screen being a mm-hmm. quasi-run option. It looked good. The running mm-hmm. game looked better. It looked like they had a, a stronger philosophy, you know, more focused philosophy. Um, and the screen, the screen game actually looked pretty darn good. The swing passes looked effective, right? Now doing that live against uh, the Jets is going to be a different mm-hmm. task. But if they can do those two things, if they can get the ball into Cook's hands in space, if they can block up front with a cohesive run game plan, take the pressure off Josh so he can hit those underneath throws, then stretch the field when it makes sense, take a shot every now and again, go for the holding call downfield. You know, I, that is one of my keys to victory. Establish the run, take the pressure off Josh. Going along with that, though, the Bills have to start fast. Mm. Uh, and what I mean by that is <clears throat> whether they get the ball from opening kick or or second possession of the game, they have to score. They mm. have to score a touchdown. And then in the third quarter, same thing. They must score. When you're in away territory, that's a huge focus, scoring on both of those drives. I think if they do that, they win. Defense aside, if they can score on both opening drives of each half or opening drives of each half, I think they win the football game. Now, um, we will all have eyes on that middle linebacker position, Mm -hmm. but what I have felt for a very long time, and we talked about it a lot last year, is productivity of the front four on defense Mm -hmm. is going to matter more uh, to that middle linebacker's experience. or performance, I should say, than than anything else. So uh, that's my take. Score, first half, second half, first possession, and the Bills win. And I'm going with Bills win because mm. it's the first game of the season. I'm energized. I'm optimistic. And, you know, I don't want to I don't want to put a, a damper on that. Yeah. Now, again, also put uh, defensive key. Put Aaron Rodgers in a position where he reverts to the guy that, you know, is try to put him in a I'm all about me kind of guy. Mm-hmm. You know, the body language that that he sometimes exhibits. This team isn't used to it. Maybe that can disaffect them a little bit. Uh, separate Aaron from his team. Mm. That's interesting. That's an interesting concept as far as that goes. I don't know. I don't know how you go about doing that other than shutting down, like so blanketing their wide receivers and then obviously getting that pressure, as you said, from the front four. Um, well, I think uh, to answer your question, you said it, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer it. To mm-hmm. do that, you've really got to confuse. you gotta, you got to mix man and press coverage. you got to bring uh, some heat through the middle, heat off the edge. Mm-hmm. You know, put them in a situation where uh, the receivers, you know, make the wrong – they run the wrong route. They right, run the wrong right. stop. Like this guy right. has an option. He doesn't run it, right? So that's the way you got to do that. You got to get him a little frustrated with his personnel. Interesting. The, the the series recently of late for the these two these two football teams has been 
compelling, I think is the word to use because the Bills have beaten them. The Jets have beaten the Bills. The Bills have won in weird fashions. They had that 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 weird, like, only field goal game that they won. I, I, there's just an aspect of, like, I'm not sure what to make of this football game. And then you have week one on top of it, which the Bills have last year shown out week one against the Rams. The year before that, laid an egg against the Steelers. So there's a great deal of, like, I, I don't know. I know one thing. Week one doesn't matter. The win matters. The loss matters. But there's an aspect of like who you are week one does not determine who you're going to be week 10. Right? Yeah. You know, being at a division game, I have to put a little bit more emphasis on it. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. it's a division game and it's a one hell of a defense. Right. And that, that you know, going with the run game, I you know, I didn't give the Jets any uh, compliments as I should. It's not going to be easy. I right. mean, that's, right. that front six, seven of the Jets is as good as it comes in my mm -hmm. opinion those two defensive tackles are a load i mean i don't i'll be very um attuned to what types of <clears throat> runs that they're going to put together mm. to try to uh, exploit the two big fellows inside the two q's q2 mm -hmm. uh, but that'll be that'll be a lot mosley is an amazing linebacker mm. i think uh, when, when you talked about dalton kincaid get him to run that route he caught four on Right, put put those linebackers in a situation, run some true play action that they can stop their feet, step up once, focus on the running back, and then we get that half a step lead behind them. And Josh is a good tall quarterback and he has a nice touch now, you know, not like his first year where everything I think was coming in like a bazooka. You know, he can lay the ball in there nicely. So um that Jets defense neutralizing them is is uh, gonna be a tall order. Very tall order. I watched Josh on a presser. I can't remember. I, I think it may have been either Pat McAfee or Rich Eisen, but he was talking about Dalton Kincaid in particular, and they were asking him about him. And he was like, you know, we probably should pump the brakes. Dalton's a rookie, right? Sure. He's, like, he's like, so let's start there. Like Dalton's a rookie. So um, as much as Dalton has, we've heard a lot of the conversation about him looking great in camp and being pro ready. And we've seen him play a little bit and he did a very good job. It was actually against the Steelers, right? In that football game. Um, there's probably a little bit of, let's give him a minute to get his feet underneath him. I think Josh, you know, is concerned about making sure that he's where he's supposed to be when he's supposed to be there and just checks and calls and all kinds of stuff like that. I feel like there's also, as much as we're talking about, you know, the Jets defense and the Bills offense, the Bills defense and the Jets offense a little bit, I feel like this Bills team has something to prove too, right? I feel like they've been counted out a little bit, right? So not really anybody's picking them to win the division, even though they're, they're, they've won it the, the last three times in a row and their team probably got a little bit better aside from losing Tremaine Edmonds. Um, I feel like there's something to prove there because when we hear about Stefan Diggs, and just all of that banter that's still going. You've got all these guys, Chris Jones, showing up to the Chiefs game with his agents while they lose, right? Mm. Uh, Higgins, T. Higgins is wanting a contract. All these guys that are like having all these problems around the league, and people are still talking about Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen having a beef, which <laughs> is wild to me. So I think there's an aspect when you listen to the, the reports, and I was at camp, and Stephon Diggs was normally he's at 10. Was it like 11 and 12? I think there's, I think there's, we have to prove a point. Well, look, if you come into the season and you don't have that feeling from the get-go, I mean, you should always feel that way. Mm -hmm. And as, as fandom, we feel it more because of what you said, picking other teams to win our division, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, focusing more on the personnel issues that the Bills face rather than, you know, what's going on with T. Higgins and 
with Chris Jones in Kansas City. So be that as it may, as a player, you come into the season and and they know they they were all in the last game except for the newcomers. They they know they have something to prove, and yeah. that's that's not a bad place to be. Um, I still I, I'm going with a win, and, and to address your Dalton Kincaid thing. I don't expect him to start. I don't expect him to take over for Dawson Knox, but he is going to get in the game. He oh, is yeah. going to have oh, yeah. 10, 10 to 15 plays of the 45 or 60, and he will be on the field. Mm-hmm. At, at least 15 is my guess. He will have to run a route, and he will, you know, that's the opportunity. We don't, I don't expect him to go out there and take over, but so, so I'm not focusing on him as an individual performance. I still think Dawson Knox is is a terrific option. Uh, individual performances, though, I'd have to say Spencer Brown is mm. definitely under the glass a little bit. I think that, uh, 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 my my goodness, uh, our left tackle, I'm blanking on his name, Deion Dawkins. Yeah, Deion Dawkins. You know, he created his own controversy, but then you know played much better in the following preseason game. So you know, people are going to be watching the tackles. Osiris Torrance, you know, mm-hmm. big boy. Now he's got a big boy. He's named right. the starter, and he's got a big boy uh, coming at him. Um, Terrell Bernard, I think, is his good name, the starting middle linebacker. He has to be uh, serviceable at the worst for this mm-hmm. game. And then the the cornerbacks, you know, it's been kind of an interesting gamut from injuries last year that carry over to who starts, who plays this year. You know, they really have to shine. Yeah. So I'm um, looking at uh, Christian Benford in particular. You know, um, he's really got to, he's got to perform. Mm-hmm. Garrett Wilson is no joke. He is no joke. <laughs> and I need him to score points. He's on my fantasy football team. <laughs> Dude, that's why I love and hate fantasy. I took the year off. I'm not even in a league. I just couldn't, I couldn't handle finishing 14th in a league of 10 again. I that's was funny. just, I'm so bad. So bad. <laughs> I'm so bad. It's going to be interesting to see how this game sets up because as much as it's offense versus defense, you have to wonder if one of the offenses is going to set a pace, right, for the other offense. So, you know, to your point, did the Bills come out and score on their first possession, which then puts the Jets in a chase roll? Did the Jets come out and score easily on their first possession, putting the Bills in a chase roll? Is it going to be defenses, the defenses versus – because they're both relatively good defenses, the Jets – we know is a good defense, and we're a little unsure of what we're going to get from the Bills' defense, but we know that they're they're good as well. They've got good players, right? A little bit of changes this year. It's going to be interesting to see who sets the pace, who sets the tone of this game. Um, I feel like if the Jets' defense sets the tone of this game, the Jets can win this football game, not easily, but more easily than if the Bills' offense sets the pace, which basically means if the Bills come out, they're firing, they're hitting their marks, they're on cue, call it in the zone they're not looking like this the cincinnati Bengals offense from this weekend or the chiefs offense from from uh the second half of that game if the bills are come come out and they're and they're firing on all cylinders i think the bills win this game 34 to 24 like relatively handily if if, mm. if if the jets are playing chase if it's a defensive game and and the and the jets defense is basically dictating the whole game no bueno. Oh, no bueno. I agree. I absolutely agree. It's um it's it, as I looked across the games being played this weekend, to me this is the the best matchup, the most intrigue, mm-hmm. the most exciting 
uh, one to watch, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's 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 intradivisional number one. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even off the top of my head name another division game other than Packers Bears. Uh, there may be Denver, uh, Cincy Browns, Cincy Browns, right? Okay, so I, you know, there, I think there's just a little less intrigue there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but this, this game through you know, the, the AFC champ and the newcomer with the you know, Hall of Fame imminent quarterback mm-hmm. is this, they picked the right damn game for Monday Night Football, <laughs> yes, they did for the for opening week, right? <clears throat> and it just on paper looking across all the matchups you're like oh i'm not gonna miss this one i'm a football fan honey we are not going to dinner right (laughs) and he says but i've been really wanting to go to that new chili's and she just says dude no we're not going like what's wrong with you i mean if you're if you're a football fan at all you're catching this one especially after the egg that was laid last night right you're just like i had i turned that off at you know after the middle of the second quarter i was like i got really important things to do i have socks from like three years ago i need to get out of the drawer get the donation you know i that's like man my my list of important stuff just moved up yeah i had a couple spats with people on twitter over that game because you know a couple people were like oh i don't see the legend isaiah hodgins doing anything in anything in this game i'm like he can't because the the freaking offensive line was getting collapsed in both sides in the middle the front you name it like there was it was yeah it was a pathetic At daniel jones just the slider you know i mean it's just it doesn't really like fill you full of you know uh adrenaline right right you know, you get your quarterback. He's got a little space slide. Uh, <laughs> dude, this, this weekend, Daniel. dude off- you're such a man. You're so tough. Slide. Offensive lines aside, um, because obviously the offensive lines, as you know, because you played offensive line, is, is a big part of the offense and dictating what the offense can do. There was a billion dollars in quarterbacks this weekend that played like absolute trash between uh, Mahomes, <laughs> Joe Burrow, and Daniel mm. Jones. A billion dollars in quarterbacks that just played like garbage this weekend. I don't think it's in their contract that they have to give any money back. Though, right? They do not. <laughs> Woo. All right, Boy, so let's get into game predictions, uh, and let's get into score predictions and maybe some stat line stuff. And uh, and yes, let's next week do a season prediction, because you're right, we did not do it. I did one okay. with Spencer. All right. All right. Um, but I'm going to let you go first. So so uh, game prediction, you already said you've, you've got the Bills winning. Bills uh, win. Yep. Yep. I go 27-21. Bills win 27-20. What do you got for Josh Allen? Give me Josh Allen and James Cook. Oh, uh, Cook, um, geez, I'm going to say 64 yards on 10 carries. Mm. Uh, Just because, uh, you know, our other running back is going to get some touches. All right, so he'll have probably five touches for about uh, 18. We haven't Um, even talked about Damian Harris. No, and and he looks good. Damian Harris looks good, I think. But it, it is so incredibly important for those to be both be productive in the rotation. I think that, you know, I don't like to look backwards, but between Zach, Zach, Zach Moss and Devin Singletary, we never really had them both doing well at the same time. Right, right. Uh, it worked really well for San Diego, or I keep saying San Diego, the Chargers in their loss, both running backs, Eckler and Joshua Kelly, UCLA, uh, did really well. And uh, the other pair down in Atlanta, right? Algier or Algier. Algier, yep, yep, yep. And uh, B. John Robinson, Tucson, Arizona, South Point Catholic High School. 
You know, I, I love that. Josh Allen is going to have, I think, a good game. I don't think it's going to be what you think. Obviously, I said 27, 20, 21, three touchdowns. Um, I'm afraid to say he's going to have one pick. Um, <laughs> but I think he goes about, you know, maybe 28 of uh, 40. Mm. I think he's going to be okay. Yeah, um, 60%. Yeah, be a good game. Uh, it's going to, there's going to be some challenges. Now you always up your percentage when you're throwing screens and quick swing passes. Right. Yeah, so that's yeah. why when you talk percentage completion percentage is always like, yeah, well, you know, I got, now I got to review all 950 passes from the season to tell you like, this is an easy one. Like Joe Miller could have thrown that ball. So question before I give you my prediction and my stats yes. prediction, um, if there is a little bit, if the, if the bills come out and it good football game, end up in the L column, similar to the way the Chargers did. The Chargers played the the, the Dolphins well. They just ended up on the wrong side. They made some mistakes. They, they lost in kind of a Charger fashion, if that makes any sense. They, they invent ways to lose. But if the Bills play mm-hmm. a good game, lose. Hey, it's on the next week. If the Bills come out and literally cannot execute and cannot stop anybody on defense, very similar to what we saw in the Bengals game, is there a little bit of alarm for you that, there, that, that, that there's still a hangover from that playoff game? Well, I don't say alarm. It depends on the types of mistakes, right? I mean, if it's a hard-fought game, they don't win, you know, that's that's understandable. If they go out and just look terrible, mm-hmm. you know, if they if they have a lot of formation penalties, offsides penalties, a lot of breaks in the secondary, drop passes, then I'm like, Ooh, then I start to – I don't ever say alarm bells, right? Because, um, like we said, it's a game. It's week to week. Mm-hmm. If um, – <sighs> If you remember back in good old 1992, mm-hmm. the Buffalo Bills went to the Super Bowl, right? We went out to Los Angeles to play the Raiders, and it was just ugly. Mm. And I mean, we did not look like a Super Bowl team. Mm. It was it was awful. I think we mm-hmm. lost the game like 19 to 12 or some ridiculous type score. We had a punt blocked. Um, it, it just if you play hard and lose, it doesn't concern me as so much as, you know, horrible, stupid mental mistakes. Uh, mm. That's the kind of stuff. It's like, Ooh, yikes. Right. Right. Yep. Gotcha. I don't think that's going to happen. I think the Buffalo bills, uh, win this football game. I think the jets are probably going to score. I think they're going to get their points. I think they're going to score probably 17. What was your score prediction? I went 27, 21. I'm probably in that 21-17, 24-17 range as far as that goes. Um, I think it's going to be a relatively not low-scoring game, mediocre-scoring game, so it's not going to be 9-3 to three or 9-6 to six or something weird like that, but I don't think it's going to be you know, 34-31 to 31 or 37-35 to 35 or something weird like that. I don't think it's going to be insane. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Allen, I think, puts up a decent amount of numbers. Numbers are a weird thing because you see guys with low stats win games and guys with crazy stats lose games. Um, I think it's about effective. So I think Josh is going to have an effective, uh, you know, as far as completion percentage, like, I, you know, you said, what'd you say? You said uh, 20 to 40, I think is what you said. Is that right? Yep. 20 to yep. 40. I think, I think so. he's going to be, I don't think he's going to, tr- I don't think he's going to attempt 40 passes. I think the bills are probably going to run the ball. Um, I think they're going to try to big boy him a little bit. We'll see how that goes. Um, but, uh, Josh Allen for me, I think he's in that 285 range. He probably throws a touchdown, runs a touchdown, um, and then I'd like to see Damian Harris get in the end zone as well, which would be my 21. And then obviously mm-hmm. a field goal after that would put me in 24. But uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. And, I, and and just to remind everybody, 
one more time before we get everybody out of here. Uh, if the Bills do happen to end up on the wrong side of the win column in this game, it's one game. The Chiefs lost, right? So, I mean, and, and the Bengals lost. So we really haven't lost any ground. We've lost them in the AFC potential, the East rather. Uh, but for all Miami, purposes, right? yeah, Miami, yeah. But for all intents and purposes, it is what it is. Well, it'd be Miami and the Jets. They'd both be ahead of us. But uh, yeah, any words of encouragement or advice? Hmm. Man, just crack your favorite beverage. Uh, mm, sit good. down. Don't, uh, you know, don't get too far ahead of yourself. Don't get over your skis. Uh, you know, if if the bills are in a bad way, but in your estimation, you know, don't start getting uh, concerned until the middle of the third quarter. Very right? good. That was time, a great... time flies in the game, but be patient. Don't, um, I, and I, I coach all the time, right? I coach both my sons. I coach JV football. One play does not make the entirety of the game. That's right. Right. Those guys practice hard too. You're going to have wins and losses. You just, you just hopefully at the end of the game, the team with the fewest mistakes tends to win. That's right. So you just said crack your favorite beverage. And with that, that's a great segue. So one quick uh, ad for you guys about a, uh, a mega pot of podcast coming up home over the week, and then we'll get you guys out of here. Bill's mafia is back. Are you ready for it? The third annual Buffalo Rumblings IPA beer release party is going down September 16th, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. at the Resurgence Brewing Company located downtown at 55 Chicago Street. I'm going to tell you what, you do not want to miss this event. Come out and hang with Joe, Sarah, and the rest of the Buffalo Rumblings crew for the Megapod. You're going to want to bring your questions and be a part of the live stream. Get involved. It's going to be live. And this year, we're also going to have our friends from Fans of Buffalo joining the party and sponsoring the fun. They're going to be in the house to provide you with all the information you need to make your away game day experience the easiest and the most smooth that you've ever had in your life. I can promise you, they, they do their job very well. So make sure you make it out Saturday, September 16th, 6 p.m., Resurgence Brewing Company, 55 Chicago Street. Go Bills. Go Bills. you going to be the home opener? I am not. I don't have plans to make it to a game this year. Not one? No. My son is starting at UCLA um, right now, um, right. playing pretty well. So hopefully you guys become UCLA fans a little bit. I watched. And, you and, told me to watch. Uh, I watched. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm coaching JV at my alma mater, South Point Catholic. And my son, Roman, is uh, currently a backup on the O-line and getting a lot of playing time as a second stringer. Played the whole half the other the other night on Friday. Awesome. So uh, it pains me to say I don't have plans to come back, but it, uh, it's looking that way right now. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, we, you will be missed at the home opener if you're not there, and it doesn't oh. like you're going to be. But uh, hopefully we'll get to the home opener 1-0, and oh, and then after the home opener be 2-0. Uh, and oh. But uh, I, think, I, think, I think it's time to get out of here and start getting prepped for some football. Yeah? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been tuned into the Off Tackle with John Fina Show on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network, brought to you by Ficta, Endel, and Elmer Eye Care. So good to have everybody with you. Hey, look, crack a, crack your favorite beverage. Take John's advice. Sit back. Enjoy the fact that football is back. We're on primetime. The Bills usually play pretty good on primetime. And regardless of the outcome, go Bills. I'm wearing my Victory Monday t-shirt. Go Bills. Go Bills. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. 
questions including what are we missing when we work remotely or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking. From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the future of work, a PropG Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropG Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.